How could you not tell me? It's not your information. What if you hadn't told me and something happened to you and then I found out later? But we are telling you, my mother says. Mr. Frosch says you can call him at any time. She offers Frosch as though talking to him will do something. Like, fix it. This happened two weeks ago and you're just telling me now. We wanted to wait until you were home. Why did Frosch call you? Why didn't he call me directly? I was 31 years old, an adult, and still they were treating me like an infant who needed protection. Damn her, my mother says. It's a lot of nerve. This was my mother's nightmare. She'd always been afraid that someone would come and take me away. I'd grown up knowing that was her fear, knowing, in part, it had nothing to do with my being taken away, but with her first child, her son, having died just before I was born. I grew up feeling that on some very basic level, my mother would never let herself get attached again. I grew up with the sensation of being kept at a distance. I grew up furious. I feared that there was something about me some defect of birth that made me repulsive, unlovable. My mother came to me. She wanted to hug me. She wanted me to comfort her. I didn't want to hug her. I didn't want to touch anyone. Is Frosch sure she is who she says she is? What do you mean? My father asked. Is he sure she's the right woman? I think he's fairly certain it's her, my father said. The fragile, fragmented narrative, the thin line of story, the plot of my life has been abruptly recast. I am dealing with the divide between sociology and biology. The chemical necklace of DNA that wraps around the neck sometimes like a beautiful ornament, our birthright, our history, and other times like a choke chain. I have often felt the difference between who I arrived as and who I've become layer upon layer piling up until it feels as though I am coated with a bad veneer, the cheap paneling of a suburban recreation room. As a child, I was obsessed with the World Book Encyclopedia, the acetate anatomy pages where you could build a person, folding in the skeleton, the veins, the muscles, layer upon layer until it all came together. For 31 years, I have known that I came from somewhere else, started as someone else, there have been times when I have been relieved by the fact that I am not of my parents, that I am freed from their biology, and that is followed by an enormous sensation of otherness, the pain of how alone I feel. Who else knows? We told John, my father says. John, my older brother, their son. Why did you tell him it wasn't yours to tell? We're not telling Grandma, my mother says. This is the first important thing they've elected not to tell her. She is too old, too confused to be of help to them. She might do something with it in her head, conflate the information with other information, make it into something entirely different. Think how I feel, my mother says. I can't even tell my own mother. I can't get any comfort from her. It's awful. My mother and I sit in silence. Should we not have told you? My mother asks. No, I say, resigned. You had to tell me. It wasn't a choice. It's my life. I have to deal with it. 
Mr. Frosch says you can call him any time, she repeats. Where does she live? New Jersey. In my dreams, my birth mother is a goddess, the queen of queens, the CEO, the CFO, and the COO. Movie star, beautiful, incredibly competent. She can take care of anyone and anything. She has made a fabulous life for herself as ruler of the world, except for one missing link, me. I say goodnight and drift off into the spin of the story, the myth of my beginning. My adoptive mother and father didn't marry until my father was 40. My mother, eight years younger, had a son, Bruce, from a previous marriage who had been born with severe kidney problems. He lived to be nine and died six months before I was born. Together, my mother and father had John.